Health is deeper than just physical appearance. When you bring your entire self, body, soul, and spirit in alignment with God's will, there's nothing you can't do. If you're searching to create a manageable blueprint for long-lasting health that is fun, inspirational, and transformative, where you can combine the science of today with biblical truth to develop a plan that you can feel good about, look no further. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king, and clinical exercise physiologist. I'm also the owner of Tampa, Florida's most convenient mobile personal training services, Atmos Effect Fitness. Not only do we bring the fitness to you, but we create an atmosphere where you can feel confident, focused, and able to crush your goals on your terms. In this podcast, we'll journey through fitness using my approach to health that combines 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 with modern science. Because God made you one of a kind, so you would glorify Him by treating your body and your health like a temple. So if you're ready to align your body, soul, and spirit with God through a health and fitness routine that meets your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, sweet friend. Fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants. It's time to get fit. Hi, ladies. Welcome in. I want to take this time to share and reflect on my fast week last week. So I already recorded this once, but with new equipment, of course, something happened and my mic was on mute the whole time, which I think is terribly funny, but I will record it again, bringing just as much energy as that first one. But I wanted to start by sharing that I mentioned on my Instagram stories that I'm going to share and reflect on my week last week, which was my fast week. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, please head over. My handle is KelseyB.Bryant, and you can follow me and get to know me a little bit more there. So every year we do a church-wide fast. And I've shared about this before, and I've had successful fasts and unsuccessful fasts. But my first successful fast was in 2020 when really God freed me through fasting, freed me from 19 years of food addiction, warped self-image, and he just gave me so much revelation in a three-day fast where I just fasted and I only consumed water and black coffee because I am a mama and I needed some sanity. But during that time, in those three days, I really felt on the third day, I remember sitting at the kitchen and just being so weak and so overwhelmed because I had always led with my stomach and the emotions. And I remember it the minute it lifted off me. I really think now as I reflect and have some more biblical knowledge and just some more knowledge of fasting and the spiritual world, I really feel that like the spirit of gluttony just left me. at that moment when the peace of Christ came in and overflowed my heart, it was the minute that the spirit of gluttony just pulled off and whatever other little monsters it brought with it decided to flee. And at that time, I just was filled with peace and revelation from God. So fasting is so important. I had prepared for that fast. I had gone in with intentions and really wanted deliverance in that fast and God being so gracious showed up for me. 
So I believe that I tried to to fast last year too. And that attempt, I wasn't prepared. I kind of just was doing it because everyone else was. I didn't have an intention and I just decided, oh, I can do this. No big deal. I've done it before. And that attempt failed. I remember just being hungry and eating and not having the power to withstand from food and just that would be a failed attempt. So I have different opinions, different experiences with fasting. And this year I didn't prep, like I didn't come with an intention. I didn't dig into understanding and knowing fasting, which I think I have a pretty good grip on, but I was committed. I decided that through this fast, I was committed. I was open to whatever revelation God wanted to give me. And I really wanted to complete this fast successfully. My husband was also fasting and kudos to him. He did a full water fast for seven days. Mine was a modified fast, but I was fully committed to doing it. And I want to go into sharing my story about this fast because it is not as beautiful as the first time, but it's just really cool the way God showed up when I decided to submit to him and just be open to his revelation. So one time my friend and sister in Christ, Pam, had shared with me how proud she was of me because I demonstrate what she describes as painful obedience. And I inspire her because I'm willing to walk in the pain because I feel that need to be obedient. And that my obedience sometimes is painful, but there's always something beautiful on the other end. And she said that I model that well. And honestly, it's a very big compliment to me because I really think of 1 Peter 2.21, for God called you to do good, even if that means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. I'm really working on obedience in my life. I share that here. I feel that obedience is really about being led by the Spirit. And I want to model that. I want to live that way because I know the goodness of it. And I truly believe that I speak about alignment of body, soul, and spirit. And obedience is really being Spirit-led, even when I don't want to. When I don't want to mentally or selfishly, when I don't want to be led by the Spirit, and even physically. So I'm bragging a little bit right here. Um, about this compliment and, and allowing myself to kind of compliment myself. Think of it as a compliment sandwich, if you will, because this episode is not about how godly I am. Oh no, just wait. I'm going to talk about how fleshly I am, how I failed so hard this week, not physically, which is interesting. I really feel that I have conquered the body and this is what I coach. I try to help women conquer the body so then they can kind of move from body into soul and spirit into working on sanctification. And oftentimes we have to conquer the bodies first because it holds us up. It's the thorn in our side. And that's what I really help women with. So if you're interested in learning more, DM me, send me an email and ask about my coaching programs. But I didn't fail physically with saving from food I had mastered that. I mastered what staining from foods for this fast. But you want to know where I really slapped? I slapped in the soul category, hardcore. And I want to share this because 
Oftentimes, our souls can be misaligned and we can have great intentions. The world can tell us we're doing good things. People can tell us we're doing good things. Or we can overlook it because things are permittable in the world. But when we're really spirit-led, if they're not permitted in heaven, they shouldn't be permitted here for us on earth. And that's part of our sanctification. So let me share one more scripture before I jump into this story. 2 Corinthians 1.5 sums up why I'm willing to have painful obedience. And I wanted to encourage you to take those steps of faith and to try the hard things that God is calling you to. Faith has to be exercised in your actions. People need to see Christ in you. Others need to see how you live because you don't conform to this world, but how you live for your life that is eternal. Always keeping your eyes on the victory of Christ's death and resurrection, you must live differently so others can understand and desire that gospel truth in their own life. You are a daughter of the king, and we're called to do that. We're called to live differently. 2 Corinthians 1.5 For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God showers us with his comfort through Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 1.5 For the more we suffer for Christ, that painful obedience, remember, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. And that scripture is one that I've never really examined before this episode, really. But it sums up why I fasted. It sums up what happened in my fast and how my internal suffering, right? Through my internal suffering, I was showered with the comfort from God through Christ. I suffered. I had this internal suffering in my soul this fast. I was suffering in my mind, my will, my emotions, and they all suffered at my doing. I threw a temper tantrum, and I want you to think of your own children, maybe around the two or three age. That's how old my kids were when they usually threw at least one big fit, like threw themselves on the floor, sobbing, crying, and usually it was at something small set them off. Honestly, one time my daughter threw a temper tantrum in church and I walked away from her, you know, just far enough. Of course, I was close, but just far enough to show that I wasn't putting up with it. I wasn't dealing with it. And honestly, I needed the space as a mom. And I remember one lady saying to me and just being like, oh, ma'am, your child, like I was just going to leave her. But I remember kind of being, it's okay, lady. I got this. I'm parenting. I'm just going to let her cool off. I'm going to take a minute. Um, and that, that lady didn't appreciate the way I was parenting. But anyway, remember your child when they've thrown a temper tantrum because that was me. I was doing that. At 35 years old, I threw a temper tantrum. And I threw it for days. I threw it for days. And until I was exhausted and finally... Um, Acting correctly, you know, when your kid throws a temper tantrum and then they finally decide either you're not paying attention anymore or it's not working and they kind of take that sigh or they've worked themselves in such a tizzy that they take that sigh and then they're done. 
That's where I came. I came to the end of the temper tantrum, the end of the tizzy, the end of just, I came to the end of myself. I came to being exhausted. And then through that exhaustion, I finally decided to act correctly, to start seeking God correctly. And then also I was finally willing to listen correctly too. And God showed up to shower me with comfort. He gently showed me how I had stepped outside of his guidance, outside of his covering, and outside of his will. So I'm going to go, I'm able to look at this situation now and kind of share where I had stepped. During the time, I wasn't sure where I was. I knew there was something wrong. I had stepped outside of God's umbrella, and I'm going to continue to explain what that is. So if you think of an umbrella, we're free to take it with us. We can dance in the rain. It's giving us protection. It's giving us comfort. It's keeping us dry. It's keeping us warm, probably, if we're not wet and cold. This umbrella is doing many things, and we can do a lot of things under this umbrella, under this protection. Well, I decided to step outside of the umbrella of God. I stepped outside of his covering and I stepped into self-reliance, self-striving, self-sufficiency. And guess what else I stepped into? Turmoil. I just stepped completely out of peace and into turmoil. And how do I know that I stepped into self-reliance, self-striving, and self-sufficiency? Well, I'll get to that point, but those were my revelations of where I stepped. And I can share that now in the beginning of the story, but I hadn't had that revelation as I was going through until the end of my temper tantrum and until God showed up. So let me explain to you. I noticed immediately when I had stepped out of the umbrella because I felt it. I felt unsettled. I felt overwhelmed. And I was also mentally confused. I could not complete certain tasks, like here in the physical. Things did not line up. It's like I was working on my computer and it was in another language. Honestly, I was so overwhelmed. I kept trying and trying again. I would take a little break. I would come back and it still could not come together. I had really lost my peace. If you think about it, I was in turmoil. I was overwhelmed. I was mentally confused and I had lost my peace. That peace of Christ, the peace of the spirit was no longer leading in my life. And I recognized it right away. One of the fruits of the spirit is peace. So when we have peace, the Lord is leading in our lives. I can have peace and still have struggle. I can have peace and I can and still have chaotic situations. Not a chaotic life, but a chaotic day. I can have peace and still be able to function when things are hard. I can keep God's umbrella over me, and I can keep God's peace that comes with that umbrella over me when I deal with hard things. So my thoughts, feelings, actions, and consequences were all outside of this umbrella. So in the first part of my fast, I stepped outside of God's umbrella. So my thoughts were outside of the umbrella, my feelings, my actions, and of course, then my consequences were all outside of God's umbrella during that first part. 
because I decided almost unknowingly, and I say almost unknowingly because I really made a choice. I chose to focus and take action on some things in my business that were not where I wanted them to be. I chose to focus in on something and focus in on how I wanted the results to turn out. So that's why I say almost unknowingly. I decided I picked an area of my business and I decided. I had decided that God was not moving fast enough for my liking and I was gonna take things into my own hands and complete the things that I thought were good tasks. I wanted to do good worldly things. So can you relate? Have you ever had good intentions and done something you thought was good? Something good by the world's standards and just felt absolute turmoil? Have you ever felt, if I just complete this one thing, I will have peace and I will feel different? That's what I thought. I thought that if I could clear this off my plate, if I could really solidify this one area of my business, I would feel peace. I would feel success. I would feel better and different. Do you do that in your own life? Have you done that by keeping up with social media posts? Like, If I just show everybody that we're a happy family, I will start feeling that way. Or have you thought that an action would bring you peace like I did? I thought by clearing this out, solidifying an area of my business, I would have peace. Have you ever thought that by cleaning out your closet one more time, you'll have peace? That you thought that by doing something, you would feel different. I was thinking that I could give myself peace. I thought if I changed the circumstances of this one thing in my business, I would have peace. If you feel like you're living this way, day in and day out, striving, trying to find peace, self-sufficiency, self-reliance, um, doing it all on your own, I want you to ask yourself, is your soul aligned with God? I thought I was doing something good, but God didn't call me to do it. Fasting is a time to give up something, like food, for something you love even more, such as God. And during those times of eating, you're supposed to spend your time meditating on the word eating the word of God, spend your time in prayer. But I decided to fill my extra time with striving. And boy, was I miserable. I couldn't work my way back to peace, no matter how hard I tried. And I told you this lasted for days. I tried for days, days. Those days were my proverbial temper tantrum. I couldn't find peace in myself. I couldn't find peace in my striving. I actually couldn't even complete the tasks I wanted to do because remember, I said it was, it was almost like in a foreign language. I was so confused. I couldn't find peace in completing the task. So let me tell you how it ended. Days of striving, days of self-reliance, days of turmoil, and all the while I'm fasting so I should be in the covering of God. I'm praying. I'm calling out to God. Remember, I told you I've, I've had these feelings. I knew I was in turmoil. Well, the minute that happened, I started to pray. 
I started to call up to God, God, take this from me. God, bring me deliverance from this. God, this is not what I want. Help me. While I was praying, my actions were still aligned with worldly things. My actions were still saying, I want this completed. I'm trying to finish this project. I need this to be done. So it's my words, my prayers were saying one thing, but my actions were saying another thing. You know the old saying, actions speak louder than words? That's because my actions were speaking. I got this, God. My words were calling out to him, but my actions were not in alignment. So let me tell you how it ended. After days of temper tantrums, after the days of the temper tantrum, I was finally at my end. Fully exhausted, which could have been, of course, from the lack of food, and fully surrendered and desperate for God's help. And now this had gone on for four days that I was begging for him, that I was working in my own strife, and I had been praying, like I said. The moment the turmoil came in and my peace left me, I was crying out. But my actions continued to reflect my self-reliance. So remember, painful obedience is really an action of faith. My prayers and my words were saying one thing while my actions were saying another. Actions speak louder than words. And my actions were saying, I've got this, God. So, well, I pulled into my drive one night after training. It was Friday night. I turned off my truck and I cried. The emotions just overwhelmed me. I was exhausted. I had thrown my temper tantrum long enough that now these tears were tears of sadness, overwhelm, of defeat almost, because I was finally ready. My temper tantrum was over. I had exhausted myself, just like the little kids on the floor, and I decided that I didn't want to continue. I didn't want to carry on this way. I wanted help, and I desperately needed help, and I needed the peace that I was accustomed to. So after my temper tantrum, you know, I mentioned I walked away. I would give myself some distance from my children. God didn't do that. God didn't turn his back and walk away. So he waited. He waited there patiently as I threw my fit. I threw my temper tantrum for four days. And he just waited and waited until I was done. And I'm throwing my fit and calling out to him while I'm still, you know, shaking my fists and pounding the ground saying that I want his help, but not really asking and showing him I wanted it. So I'd come to the end of myself, sobbing and reaching out fully to say, God, I'm done. I need your comfort. I need you. And I need the peace that I'm accustomed to. So while sobbing, God showered me with the comfort through Christ, just as 2 Corinthians said. He gently reminded me, that I was striving in my own strength. That was when my revelation came. Remember I said, I went into this fast with no intentions just to be used by God to have any revelation he wanted to show me. So I have to be open to that. So he showed me that he didn't ask me to do those things that I wanted done in my business. I had taken my eyes off of his direction and stepped outside of his umbrella. I had stepped outside of his umbrella. 
And the moment I was ready to come back under his protection and his provision, he welcomed me with open arms. When I was truly ready, not when I was praying and saying I was ready, begging for the peace, but going my own direction, but when I finally had stopped and said, Lord, I'm messing up. I'm sorry. I'm getting this wrong. Can you help me? I'm ready to listen. When I stopped and I came to the Father and said, I messed up. I'm lost. And all I know is that I don't want to be here anymore. God showered me. He showed me where I was in self-reliance, self-sufficiency, and self-striving. And that I didn't know I was in those things while I was in the act of them. It was when I repented and asked for forgiveness and asked to be shown the errors of my ways that he showed me where I was stuck. Because I wanted that revelation. I wanted to know where I had gone wrong so I could resist those places in the future. I don't want to be stuck in that turmoil again. Or the moment I do step outside or let my soul lead, seeing I can stop and check myself. Is it self-reliance? Is it self-sufficiency? I ask for revelation and then I journal about it when I get it so I can remember those goodness, remember those teachings, remember the tangible ways God showed up in my life. Because when that sometimes are hard, you need those reminders. So I write them down. This way, when I lose my peace the next time, I can choose to come back under the umbrella more quickly because I can ask myself, is this self-reliance? Is this self-striving? Or is this another area of my life where God is stretching me and I'm going to have to sit in this turmoil until I get my revelation? But he's always going to be there. I have to just find him in it. So if you're striving or if you're missing God's peace or maybe you have yet to have God's peace in your life, I want you to take time to see if your soul is misaligned. Have you allowed you to be the God of your life? Have you directed your own path? And if so, how is that going for you? If you don't have peace, if you're tired, if you're overwhelmed, if you're frustrated, if you've came to the end of yourself, if you're uneasy, or if you lack peace, he's calling you to stop and to repent and to ask him to lead you correctly. And I promise he will do so gently and in a way that is unmistakably filled with love. Getting our soul into alignment is a big task. Physically, we can learn what to do. And like I mentioned before, I help ladies do that. Doing our soul is soul searching. Finding alignment in our soul is something that we have to do. It takes us deeper. It grows us. It brings us closer to sanctification. And it changes the way we live here on earth to reflect God and his glory. So take time to see if your soul is misaligned and how you can bring it into true alignment under the spirit. I hope this has blessed you. If you have a response to this, if you've done your own soul searching, I'd love to hear about it. Send me an email at hello at kelsey-bryant.com. 
and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode has really blessed you. And if it has, please tell a friend and leave a review. I appreciate it so much. Plus, it helps to grow the reach of this podcast so more Christian women can find true health too.